on this midweek episode of One Team, One Podcast. We discuss an LSU basketball, where are they now, and what could have been. We also have a more recent LSU Rewind from the 2018 football season. And we have a new sponsor. At guard, 6-6, from North Carolina, courtesy Buick GMC. guys we are back again one team one podcast i'm matt and i'm here with jack that's me what's going on jack uh i mean we're having a huge week huh big week big week for the podcast one team one podcast guys we are officially sponsored uh courtesy buick gmc uh courtesy automotive group in lafayette um kind enough to sponsor us brandon lejeune big shout out to brandon um, I connected with him about a month ago on a Facebook group, uh, an LSU group that he had created a long time ago, and uh, we just kind of hit it off. And um, so, definitely, definitely appreciate his uh, his business with us. Um, wanted to give a quick shout out. I know uh, we were talking a little bit about what they had going on at the dealership in Lafayette. And just so you know, like if you're in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, anywhere you're listening to this, uh, give Brandon a call, or and I'm gonna tag all of his info on there, but. Um, he can, he can deliver cars to you. So, um, it's a crazy, it's an operation they got going on over there. And I think they're the, they're the largest automotive group in the state of Louisiana. So, um, he can kind of get anything he wants over there to you. Um, there was one deal that stuck out to me. It was a 2020 GMC Sierra four wheel drive, and they are discounting it off 14,000 off MSRP. Um, I have a Denali, so I'm, I'm, it's a 2016 Brandon. So... We may have, we may be talking soon. Um, I don't know, we'll work something out. But hey, man, I'm a cash guy though. I love cash. Yeah. What about you, Jack? Uh, yeah, I'm a big cash guy. Fourteen thousand dollars is a lot of cheese. It's a lot of to, cash to not be paying. That is a lot. I, yeah. I have a. Uh, I'm looking at my car right now. It's a 2001 yeah, a, a, yeah. uh, Mercury Mountaineer. The uh, passenger door doesn't close all the way. I've never been able to see what time it is on the dashboard. Yeah, so it's time for an upgrade. I think it's we'll get you a touch mom, if you're listening, let's talk. <laughs> hey, mom, call. Uh, yep. I'll get Cheryl to call Brandon. Yeah, we're directly. putting the information <laughs> in in the description. Again, courtesy uh, Buick GMC. We really appreciate them. Uh, check them out, Lafayette, Louisiana, forty-seven fifty Johnston Street. I'll tag all of Brandon's info. Y'all tell them you came from the podcast. We would really appreciate that. Um, also, uh, Brandon and I had always uh, talked a little bit about, um, I, he's got a big heart for LSU basketball, and he knows I do too. And we were, um, we were chatting the other day, and I thought it would be a good thing that we can kind of talk about today for a little special midweek, um, midweek episode. But we were talking about players that have left early, and this is kind of coming off the heels of, um, so far, Williams. we've had yeah Emmett Williams, we have uh, Tremont Watt, uh, Tremont, uh, Trendon Watford, Trendon Watford, Javante, and, uh, 
and Barry's days, Javante Smart all declared. Mm-hmm. And, um, I saw um, a sports talk show guy uh, that will go nameless because, um, hey, we're that's another thing. We're not sports talk guys. No. So all you guys on Twitter with all your little beef, mm-hmm. like we're not sports talk guys. Yeah, there's this one guy from the Bayou. Yeah, down in the bayou. <laughs> we're starting we're starting some Twitter wars apparently. There's mm-hmm. like it's like West Side Story if you want to like uh talk to um or like get on somebody that's that's in Twitter, the Twitter world. Uh-huh. Um it's like a, it's like a gang. It's like yeah. a rival gang. Oh yeah. It or well, like they're the, like Anchorman, you yeah. know? <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, anyway, I love this so scene. yeah, we're we're not those sports talk guys, but I did hear one one guy that was saying um he fully expects um, Trenton Watford and Emmett Williams, obviously, to go. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised to hear him so definitively say Watford was going. Yeah. Uh, but that, that Javante and Darius Days are back. Yeah. Now, but, I have heard that Emmett Williams, and me and Brandon actually have talked about this, that he's, he, he's definitely, if he doesn't make it on a team, he, his route was going overseas and making a living. So oh. that's part of his deal. And that kind of goes into what we are, I was wanting to talk about. And we had just thought about a couple of names and some of the names that we had brought up over the last few years. And we've talked about Nas Reed and, and Tremont Waters, but Brandon Sampson, Antonio Blakeney, Tim Quarterman, Jarrell Martin, Jordan Mickey, Johnny O'Brien. Right. Those are all guys you know that one, left early. You know something they all have in common? <laughs> What's that? They're not first-round picks. No, Jarrell not, Martin was. Oh, that's right. Late first round. Okay. Yes. Well, I think he was close to the mid. No, it was, he was 25. So I, the, actually, now I remember it specifically. He was okay. 25th pick to the Grizzlies. Well, and the good thing, though, is that he got guaranteed money by being a first-round pick. So, <clears throat> we start thinking about these guys, and this is what we like to do. So, all you, all you talk show guys, um, this is kind of where we, what we like to do is t- play hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love to think about what would – what year was that? That uh, 2017, 2016, Ben, ben Simmons year? What year? Uh, 2015, I think. 2015? I think. Jeez, I old. think. So, all right, it was Jarrell Martin and Jordan Mickey – so that would have been 2014. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because that was the year that uh, Kentucky had that crazy team, and uh, we almost beat them with Jarrell Martin and Jordan right. Mickey. And so, but then the next year, they then leave. They both leave early. They both leave early. Ben Simmons comes in. Right. What would that a team have looked like? It would if, have been here, – here's what it would have looked like. Uh, it would have been <laughs> Tim Quarterman, uh, yeah. who – was awesome his sophomore year and didn't leave early. Uh, it would you would have had obviously Jarrell Martin, Jordan Mickey, Ben Simmons, uh, Antonio Blakeney. Yeah. Who, granted, wasn't great his uh, freshman year. His freshman year. Uh, let's see who else would you have? Brandon Sampson. Brandon Sampson. Freshman. Yeah. Who also wasn't great his freshman year. Um, I'd have to look at the roster, but yeah, the point made like is Jalen Patterson. Uh, Keith, Keith Hornsby. Keith Hornsby, right? I, I mean, that's a good team. That's, that's a, a really good team. That's a battling for, I mean, Sweet Sixteen and on, right? Yeah, uh, I think so too. So, although and, Johnny Jones is the head coach, so that's okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, they got to the tournament the year before, and they should have beaten. Uh, that's true. North Carolina State, obviously. Oh, that, that game was, was brutal. Uh, we're not doing an LSU rewind on that one. No, fuck like no. That. Um, but. 
that's what got me thinking about this was, okay, what could these teams have been like if these guys would have stuck around? So it goes back to, um, all right, Tremont Waters. He isn't in the league, right? No. So what would happen this year if we would have had Tremont Waters? Uh, Well, I don't know because the season didn't finish. That's true. We still would have ended the same way we ended, right? (laughs) Exactly. Good good point. No change. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Um, Unless Tremont Waters heals the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Nas Reed, you know, since he made a team, I can't bust on him. But, um, you know, that's the point is like if he had to work hard to make a team. I mean, he didn't make the team, uh, you know, immediately. He had to like find his way on the roster. Yeah. Uh, when he when he did that, he's I feel like he's kind of secured himself a little Nas bit. Nas Reed, but. that's a dude. He, his addition to this team would have been massive. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't just get the Nas Reed from Nas Reed's freshman year. You get a one-year developed Nas Reed mm-hmm. who's maybe a little bit better on defense now after a year of coaching with Will Wade. Uh, that's why I'm surprised to hear about Trenton Watford being supposedly gone. Uh-huh. Uh, it's got it, you know, and I go back to this list that I'm looking at in my face, and I'm like, how many of these guys just just didn't want to go to school, yeah, or didn't really care about? They just wanted to go get paid. I mean, and, being a college student, I can, I can level with that. Well, and then, and <laughs> like you know, if you if you don't think you're ever going to be a first round pick, then I don't necessarily. I mean, I don't blame any of these kids for leaving and going to get paid. But but that's um, the thing that, like, I mean, Trenton Wofford, there's no way he doesn't believe that he could one day develop into a first-round pick. I mean, just look at him. He's 6'9", right. gifted athlete, good scorer around the rim, and there's obvious things that he could uh, get better at. Yeah. You know? I mean, he, his poten- he, he has to know that his potential is through the roof. Because otherwise, you better save your money when you get into the league. Like, you know – uh, Jordan Mickey, great example. Played yeah. for a couple of years for Boston. Yeah. Uh, now he's in Spain. Um, yeah. Like I think he started with the Heat, and then no, actually no, I think he started he started with Boston, then went to the Heat. Yeah, Boston. I think he was two years at Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, he played but, a little bit, but not yeah, not I, enough. I bet you anything he was making close to the league minimum. I mean, I don't think he was making like that much money or had like a big contract or anything. Yeah. But you better save that money. Yeah, because I don't know though if Jordan Mickey. I think he kind of hit his ceiling as a player uh, I don't know. before he left. I don't. I just don't see now, what would have what would have uh, Elite Eight run have done for those guys. Yeah. The next year. Yeah, you that's know true. What I, mean? that's I think true. we talked about that a few weeks ago with uh, with Shabazz Napier and Ken, yeah, Kemba Walker. Walker. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a big run, and that we were we were actually using that reference for Tremont Waters. So yeah, that's true. Um, I didn't think about that. I just, if you're not going to be a first round pick, I just don't understand it. It unless you know, I don't know, Emmett Williams. They, I, I hear he like got kids to feed, kind of thing. Yeah, situation. And these guys, a lot of these guys don't come from you know, right, great situations in high school, that kind of stuff. But it's just tough to me. Like Antonio Blakeney, that's a first. He's he could he could have got picked in the first round if it would have stuck. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think he just had it in his head. Like, Man, some of those guys think, just have it in their head. They're think gone. about the fact that Blakeney left right before Will Wade got here. Mm-hmm. That's That was what we just looked at before. Was Like, Jesus Christ. Antonio He'd Blakeney, been... wait, does he still play for the Bulls? No, he's in uh, China. Yeah, he's in China now. Yeah. So, <sighs> that's again, brutal. That save sucks. your money when you get there because you don't know if you're ever going to get back. Right. You know? 
Yeah, that sucks. Um, it was interesting. He, um, think interesting. about think about what Blakeney would have looked like in a Will Wade like offense and, oh, and a Will real. Wade defense for that matter. I can see him like I keep going back to that and like I'm so glad to hear that Javante Smart is still eligible. That was another thing. That's why we're not sports talk guys because we have no idea what, what <laughs> we we're talking about. Don't have a clue. Uh, <laughs> we finally know what the uh, draft rules are. Yeah. So we thought that you had to. Uh, you couldn't you couldn't declare twice. If you declared twice, the second time you're gone. Well, right? originally I you thought you test the waters one time. Originally, I thought you could do it as many times as you can, as many times as, well, as that you was want. Really wrong. <laughs> yeah, that was way off. <laughs> Actually, it was because you can do it twice. So I mean, I was saying you could do it three times. So I, I think the rules are crazy on this. Like so, uh-huh. not only that, but like all right. Darius Days can hire an agent only if it's an NCAA-approved agent. What the hell is that? Where the fuck did that come from? (laughs) How does does the NCAA approve these things? So, like, who does... I don't know. What agents don't get approved? I don't know. Like, why wouldn't all agents be approved? What agent is that bad that he can't get approved? Like, Like I don't get it. I don't understand the uh, parameters around it. It's just, like, all these cockamamie rules. Cockamamie. That made me sound pretty old, but... I liked it. <laughs> I might start using it from now on. Um, yeah, I like talking about um, what could have been or, you know, hypotheticals like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this was an easy one for us to kind of – because we've talked about this for a few weeks now of, like, yeah. guys going pro. But uh, I was it, I was even thinking, like, what would this team look like with Emmett Williams back? But if that obviously that might not happen. Yeah. But, um, Javante Smart being uh, from what we hear, like him being back, um, Darius Days always thought that was happening, especially when he had that whole NCAA approved agent yeah. thing. Um, I love Darius Days, so me too. I think he's gonna be really good. Um, he's Dr- uh, Draymond Green, yeah, reincarnated. Um, even though Draymond, Draymond Green, Green he's light. still alive, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's not reincarnated. <laughs> uh, anyway. I thought it was a good topic. Uh, Brandon, shout out. I know he wanted to um, he wanted us to touch on this a little bit. And um, shout out to Courtesy Buick GMC as well. Um, a little bit of abbreviated episode this week. Um, it's a midweek episode, so we're going to have another one um, coming at you this weekend as usual. But we had an LSU Rewind that we wanted to get into as well. Uh, we've been doing a lot of these older games we've done some basketball in the 90s we've done uh some early 2000s right so this one's going to be a little bit a little bit more recent yeah so i was at this game yeah uh, yeah you're alive yeah and everything, right? I, I was on, i ended up being on the field at the end of it. <laughs> good yeah so that's going to be coming at you right now on this edition of lsu rewind we take a short step back to the 2018 football season where number 13 LSU hosted number two Georgia. And now it's play action and deep ball for Burrow. What a catch by Marshall again. Freshman on freshman, he beat Tyson Campbell. Last two carries for 12 and then 18, and now it's back to Holyfield, up the middle, and Elijah, whoa, runs over John Battle. He won that battle. From the left hash to try to tie the game, and it's a fake, and it's Blankenship trying to carry it. Down he goes. Edward Zelayer, first down, and he busts into the secondary. Edward Zelayer in a foot race. 
inside the 10 yard line. Joe Burrow to throw on deep middle. Jefferson wide open. Justin Jefferson inside the 20, still fighting for yards. Four man rush. Throws. Is it intercepted? Very close to it. Christian Fulton got up with the ball, but I think it's incomplete. And that. Ruling on the field is an interception. Play fake. Burrow loads it. Going deep middle. Got a man. Jefferson on the catch. In between two defenders. Threw it. He was crazy, but he got away with it. Got it to the 18 yard line. Now the toss sweep. Edwards Elair heading toward the goal line. Did he get in? Not quite, but he's close. He does a pretty good job of it. And now he's going to keep it himself. Joe Burrow on the run. A stiff arm. And Burrow trying to ice it himself. And it's Brissett. He's going to walk in the corner. Touchdown LSU. So there'll be a shakeup in the top 15 in the country as LSU will move forward in the rankings and Georgia will fall. Big, big home win for Coach O and... Okay, LSU, Georgia, 2018. Um, I was at this game as well, Jack. Yeah. Um, I saw you sent that picture to me of your uh, of your seats. Yeah. You're on the I, 50. I scored some good ones. How about that? It's all about, and Brandon will know this, it's all about relationships. Okay, can we talk about this for a second with the 50-yard line and sit, sitting on the sidelines? Do you prefer to sit, if you're going to sit on the sidelines, mm-hmm. what row would you like to be on? Like, ideally? Oh, it's got to be like uh, four or five-ish. Like a little four or little, five, a little higher. You can't be down the one. That, that's that's a little too low for me. Too low. Oh. I would I would say put me unless there's like unless it's like at the like the Superdome where they have that elevated thing. No, the Superdome's tough. You don't want to be down that far because um, they'll have especially like Monday Night Football games. Like Booger's like on his little little uh, motorized cart going across. Oh like, yeah, lock you. you know actually I was sitting on road two at the Vanderbilt game uh, this past year. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, they had the camera blocking the whole damn thing. Yeah. That every time the, uh, you never every, know where the ESPN guy's uh, going to be. Yeah. Every time they were at, uh, on our side of the field, I couldn't see the damn play. It sucked. Yeah. So, I mean, I've sat down like, um, now when I was a kid, we had tickets at the goal line. Um, oh, wow. And, but I was on like the, the second or first row, I think is what it was. Yeah. Right at the goal that's line. That's tough. And it was on the visitor's side. So if a play happened, and there was no instant replay screen or anything like that back then, but like if a play happened on the other side of the field, I wouldn't have been able to see anything. Yeah. But I was at the earthquake game. So LSU oh. Auburn and 88. Oh, that's in that end zone, right? Eddie Fuller caught the bat- pass right in front of me. That's awesome. That, that is was so cool. one of my best memories I ever had. That and is so cool. It was just cool. like total luck that it happened that I was happened to be right there and like with the perfect seat for that. So I, I had a, a terrible seat for other things, but that was a perfect seat. I actually sat in that exact same spot one time. Uh, we played UAB. Uh, that was 2013, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll remember that game. That was the game that they tried to kick like a 
60-yard field goal. Odell Beckham yeah, catches it, it and takes it, run, runs it back. And he ran it back right to you. No. He ran it back the, the other way. way. So okay. I saw him catch it. I don't, I don't, I didn't know what happened until I heard, until I heard, I heard Dan Borne. He said, touchdown LSU. But you I was could like, see okay. the screen. You could look up at the screen and see. Yeah, I guess see, so. That was your advantage. Uh-huh. I didn't have that. That's true. You didn't Back have... then, it was like a little guy that was what? typing on like a keyboard <laughs> and it was like telling Wait, you the play. what? Yeah, I swear to God. After I didn't the know play, that. after the play was over, it would say like Fuller catches pass in the end zone. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and how thing I was like, that guy's typing. How fast. much of a delay was that on? Uh, I don't. I don't Not remember. that bad. Not that bad. No, huh. somebody was on their game up there. Who? Who was the uh, typer? Who's the announcer back then? That was Borne. Yeah. Is it still Borne? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean so, he's been around a while, huh? He has. Um, I'm, I'm sure he didn't have too much left. Yeah. Him, right. Um, <laughs> it's a. How I don't even know how old he would be. I think he's like late seventies, maybe. Something like that. Still got that so, golden voice. He does. It's my so, favorite voice in the world, I think. Booming voice. All right, so let's get to the game a little bit. Yeah. LSU, Georgia. We kind of got off on a tangent there. We Jack. sure did. Get it together. We're, <laughs> we're sponsored. Um, so, yeah, I was at this game, 50-yard lines, perfect seats. Um, mm-hmm. This was like – I, I wanted to talk about this game because of the draft that just happened, obviously. This, to me, was Joe Burrow and – Clyde Edwards-Elair's, yeah. like, coming out. Party. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Um, and shout out to the other podcast. But we had actually talked to Brandon Barrio from LSU last week, and he was talking about this game. And it was just so happy. We were already ready. Me and you were already ready to oh, really? to have this on the LSU Rewind. Yeah, Perfect. He, he was talking about this game. It was the same thing. Like, it was just such a so cra- that So he said that, like, right after I said we should watch this game. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. I know, right? So his comparison was, and I didn't even think about this, was like how, um, how this resembled the 2003 LSU Georgia game. Also, like, um, yeah, that was a close game. I remember a lot of people were talking about, about that 03 game. It was about leading Georgia, into... Georgia coming in, and it was yeah. like a big game to kind of get over the hump. Right, and it was in the daytime, crazy atmosphere, mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah. Like, it it just felt the same. So. Um. Yeah, I, Georgia was coming in like gangbusters yeah. in this game. Like to me, they were. They. I mean, I didn't necessarily not, know. Not only Georgia, men, but, but also their fans. Oh, all right. Like so thirty thousand. One of the clips that I stadium. played. One of the clips that I played was uh, <clears throat> first of all Elijah Holyfield. Why, why did they <sighs> stop giving him the ball? He only got like seven carries or something. He's I remember right after the game. Us. Me and my friend Andy were like, why the hell didn't they give him the damn ball? We couldn't know. stop him. We couldn't, couldn't stop, stop him, him or Swift. He was on another level that that, that day. Um, and there was one clip that I played where he runs over John Battle and the crowd goes crazy. Yeah. Because. Because there's 30,000 Georgia fans there. I mean, the tailgating experience that day was insane. That was wild. To me. There were fights on the. Well, not, I'm not sure. so much that it was this crazy like well i'm just i'm, I'm coming from the students yeah side you're of coming things. from a different place but <laughs> it was more of the the number of georgia fans and yeah. we've heard that like i'd heard that okay when they went to notre dame the year before right. it was crazy i remember everybody game. was talking about like the georgia takeover and it, it actually turned it into a bit oh, of a joke man it but, was um uh, i was slightly like almost embarrassed by how many georgia fans were in the stands yeah 
It, that that does drive me nuts when people sell their tickets to Georgia fans. That's or, exactly or away team fans. Oh, they grabbed them all. Yeah, um, they're just like, I don't care. Five hundred dollars, I'll pay it. It was great that they got to experience the game that they got to experience. But man, that was I was like, oh my god, I can't believe. It. So I'm at a I'm at the Coca Cola tailgate right. with a friend of mine, and um, shout out another Brandon, and. We're we're sitting there, and you know Coca Cola is based out of Atlanta. What are the chances Coke Coke could sponsor us? I tried. I tried. <laughs> so uh, a lot of red tape. Yeah, literally. Yeah, red tape. it is red. Yeah. Um, so I'm standing there, and Coca Cola is based out of Atlanta. All of a sudden, these these like couple of these Greyhound buses pull up. Really nice, like luxury buses. Opens up. It's all these guys coming out with Georgia gear on. And my friend says, hey, that's that's all the that's like the big wigs. And okay. one of them is like the CEO of Coca-Cola is coming off the bus. Is, is Co- and they're all Georgia fans. Their, their headquarters is somewhere in Georgia? They're in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. So they, they came to town and they basically said, hey, um, I know Coca-Cola's got a suite at LSU and all that. Well, we're taking it this, this game. So sorry, guys. Like oh, they're coming in. They're just taking over the whole place. And that was exactly what it was. It was just a takeover. Yeah. Um, it was nuts to me. I had never yeah. seen. I had never seen LSU like kind of campus cool. like that though. Um, just swarmed with other team. The other team's fans. I've never yeah. seen it like that. I've been yeah. to Alabama games and all that. I've never seen anything like that. The, the only time I've seen anything remotely close to that was, uh, like I said earlier, we went to the Vandy game this year, and I mean there was at least well LSU going to Vandy. There right? was probably. Yeah, eighty percent of that stadium was LSU fans. Well, that's a different. That's it's it is different, but it's. I mean, this it's, would it's, be like it's us. the only thing I've seen that's close to what I saw at that. Georgia this would be game. like us going to Georgia and completely taking over Georgia's stadium. Right, right. Like, it was that like that to me. I right. couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, but so you could hear the crowd whenever he runs over battle, and they're like, "Ooh, yeah." yeah. And I'm like, "Golly, right." You know what it actually reminded me of is uh, when we played. Uh, ULL in the NIT a few years ago. Did you go to that game? No. That game was fun. That was crazy. The ULL really, they probably had like... I mean, I watched it on TV. They probably I mean, had like 4,000 fans at that game. That was, yeah. that was nuts. Because ULL was all like... Right. You know, they're... And their fucking pussy-ass coach. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Trying to fight Will Wade at the end of the game. Will Wade will <sighs> slap you with his balls. That's... Okay, we're doing... That's our next rewind. That was a fun well, the, one. Okay, the basketball and game. Not just the basketball game, but also the press conference. <laughs> yeah, the press conference. That was great. Um, all right, so the game itself, um, it was weird to watch this game because you got all the same players, but it's not the same offense. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was watching. I don't know if anybody's watched the 2018 game uh, yeah. in a while, but it's just a it's little wild. bit strange to watch now because it's you're like, really weird. Yeah, that's Justin Jefferson. Yep, that's Jamar Chase. Yeah. And just Jamar Chase like dropping passes. Yeah. Joe Burrow's like throwing inaccurate balls. Yeah. And he's under the center. We got play action. (laughs) Slow ass Nick Brissett. Yeah. Like can't freaking hit a hole to save his life. (laughs) I like Nick Brissett. No, I love Nick. I love me a little bit. I actually, I've always really liked Nick Nick Brissett, but that uh, ACL tear he took his Uh, freshman year just ruined him. him. Um, Yeah. Joe Burrow running. 
like yeah. as much as he ran. I mean, yeah. he, he ran some to get out of the pocket this year, but it was more like these were designed runs. Yeah. Like that know. that move he makes on Richard LeCount is one of the nastiest things I've ever seen a quarterback do. Uh, who was the DeAndre Baker? Yeah. He popped off the screen for me for Georgia. I know he plays for yeah. the Bears now, right? I think he's who he think so. For. I think that's right. Um, no, uh, the Giants. Giants, that's right. I'm thinking of the other guy for the other Georgia guy for the Bears. Um, the oh, linebacker. Uh, the linebacker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Baker, he popped off for me though. Like, um, he was, he was. I would love to see what that would look like this year's offense with a guy like, like him on the other side because he was very physical with our receivers and you could just tell it made it made our receivers uncomfortable. Yeah, but like. This year would have been a complete. It probably would have been. Well, a what I thought was story, funny obviously. too, I thought was funny was that they had him on Stephon Sullivan the whole game, and you look at this year, Stephon Sullivan's still on the team, but nobody's freaking worried about Stephon Sullivan. Yeah. It's just the the way we used our players in 2018 compared to 2019 mm-hmm. is just not even close. I know, and yeah, the the fact that we still had the same amount of talent on the field, and then we still. Like that year we lose to Texas A and M for crying out loud. Like teams like that. We didn't lose that game. I know we didn't technically. <laughs> lose it. Um, but this was a great game as far as um, not not just winning the game, but like winning going away. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, but this team's confidence that had to be such a high high moment for them to kind of like you know bounce off of even going into the next season i know you, you end up losing a, a game here and there at the end or a couple of games actually yeah with alabama and then yeah. uh a&m the alabama didn't lose games, the game ugh. we won't do an lsu rewind on that alabama game no that's for sure <laughs> that is <laughs> if you go back and watch that alabama 2018 game you're a psychopath yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're freaking you hate yourself yeah uh that's punishment. <laughs> Why would you? I was at do that game too, and I, I I hate to say this, but I left early. Oh, I left two minutes early. I was I, so. Mad. I hate leaving games early, but I left two minutes. And early. It's like one of those games where you're like so fired up, and you're so ready, and you're like jacked. I still I still got a lot out of that. The Mo like yeah. in the beginning, like and the, then they the they came out and the Fajokos did the haka. Right yeah. before the game. And everybody's just so jacked I, up. I still got a lot out of the game just from the pregame itself. That was the most fun pregame I've it ever was. attended. It, it, and for it to be like it was, oh was just God. like, this is such a disappointment. And then you think, <laughs> I, the people after the game, too, who are uh, say, oh, well, we didn't have Devin White in the first time. Shut up. Devin White wasn't making a damn difference in that game right. at all. No. Devin White doesn't play offense, actually. Right. We wouldn't have scored a point. Not no. the way that we were playing that no. game. Um, anyway, yeah, it was great to have a, a game like the Georgia game where, um, we win like going away. Yeah. Um, and like, what a great, what a great play at the end with, with Burrow, with the, the design run takes it around the side uh, and it's like, that seals it. It's done. Yep. Like there's no coming back from this. Yep. Um, this showed his moxie. The, We're going to have – I'm going to make a T-shirt, Jack. Oh, yeah. Moxie. Well, how do we not have a Moxie We're T-shirt? We're going to do it. It's Moxie just, number nine on the back. Oh, yes. We got it. It's done. I'm yep. going to do it tonight. Those those are going to fly off the racks. Speaking of, guys, go to our website, oneteamonepodcast.com. It is up and ready. 
We have a shop page and everything. I've been designing little t-shirts. I love that crap. Mm-hmm. Um, so go go check it out. You can listen to all of our podcasts from there too. Um, just a quick shout out, quick plug to the website. Um, we're, I mean, we are so legit. Oh my God. Like we're trending in a direction right now where we're going to be the biggest podcast in Baton Rouge. I think actually we already are. We're already the biggest podcast. Well, especially in Baton Rouge. the ones that are actually on podcast platforms like mm-hmm. Spotify and Apple. Yep. Uh, I'm on. We're on uh, Stitcher now. I don't even know Stitcher. what that is, but we're Me on. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> you said you added us to Stitcher, and I was like, "What yeah, the hell like, is oh, Stitcher?" The kids listen to the Stitcher. Yeah, and know. then you also said, "Did you add us to iHeart?" iHeart, I'm requested. Uh, they haven't said <laughs> yes yet, but I requested. Uh, but on our, you can in SoundCloud, we can do that as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah, we're 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 legit. We got sponsored. Mm-hmm. Like we got a website. Mm-hmm. I got T-shirts, mm-hmm. bro. It's it's all, man. This is huge. It's all. Y'all just wait till football season. All right, so give y'all a little backstory on this podcast. We're starting it now. There's not a lot going on. We we started it in baseball season, and the whole time we've been talking, when football season comes around, y'all are going to get sick of us. If you think you're sick of us now, by you, Brian, if you think (laughs) you're sick of us now, wait till football season. It is going to be absurd. Yeah, the amount of content we're going to be able to post at that point is just going to be amazing. We're going to do. But we're going to have so much to talk about. Fantasy shows. Uh-huh. There's going to be some gambling shows. Uh-huh. There's going to be all kinds of stuff going on. So trying, I'm trying to start a fantasy podcast now with. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Andy and Cole. But yeah, a fantasy podcast doesn't make any sense right now. Yeah. Well, maybe right after the draft. So yeah, that's know. that's kind of what I was thinking. But now we're kind of. I mean, you the still farther, know where Cam the farther away the fantasy draft gets, and the more we don't post podcasts, is right. uh, not good. Anything new with Jameis Winston that you wanted to talk about? I know we talked about it last one. Um, so one year deal. All right. So how much? How much was the contract? Did you ever see that? I didn't that? even see. I didn't even see. I saw something that said like one mil. Here's my question, and we posted this on Twitter. Should Rouse's endorse Jameis Winston? And why not? Yes, I think it would be brilliant marketing mm-hmm. for that somebody like Rouse's to come in there and say, "Hey, Jameis, uh-huh. come plug our crab legs." <laughs> would Jameis Winston do it? Ooh, that's the question. Yeah, yeah, he would. Yes, to like make himself look funny and like yeah. better, like kind of just take it on the chin, you know? Yeah, like make light of himself, uh-huh. kind of situation. I think that would really. Uh, Help with a lot Bertini's of Dini's seafood in New Orleans. I a lot of the Saints that. fans who are very questionable about like Jameis Winston and all yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, that might help all of them out, and so that might be another reason I mean, he might want to do this. Yeah, I mean, what are what are people really questioning about Jameis Winston? Uh, character. That's it. Not and I guess inter- interceptions. Inter- interceptions. Maybe. Sometimes I just hear nothing but people talking, talking about interceptions, and I'm like, Ooh. what about the other half? Yeah, what about the about the women? <laughs> you want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, I saw someone talk about LASIK. But I saw someone. I saw someone uh, be like, "Well, yeah, I mean, all the crab legs incidents." And I was like, "Let's not pretend like the crab legs was the worst part about this." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not even close. <laughs> no. There, there's things that beat that by miles. Yeah, when I saw the crab legs, thing, I was like, "Well, that's in it." I mean, he had a hookup. He right. thought he had it. Right. I mean, what college kid? This is come on. This is going on everywhere. Right now, the other stuff—that's bad. Yeah. Bad news. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I think he's going to, I mean, I think it's a good signing. The more I think about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it can't hurt. No. What's it going to, how's it going to hurt? No, he's under Breeze. I mean, and if you yeah. don't like the kid, you just let him go after the year. Like, he's a right. one I mean, deal. like, if Drew Breeze got hurt again it's this year. It's just like Teddy Bridgewater. Right. And, but, but in better. a one-year deal. But better. Yeah, but better. Like, the more potential, I guess you would say, right? Yeah. I mean. I, I would just say better, actually. He's got the potential to be really bad, too. So, potential is sure. positive or a negative. But I just feel like with Sean Payton, though, that he, he can't be that bad. No, I agree. I, guess I, I think he he's good at molding these guys to fit a yeah. system. And like, worst-case scenario, James comes in, is terrible, and then we just throw Taysom Hill in there. I saw something today going to James Winston's character. I saw him saying something about how he's vegan now. Have you, have you seen that? Oh, Jesus he's Christ. He's vegan and um, and all that. But Cam Newton it, did it the same in, exact thing, no, no, and, no, no. and his health in sucks now. It was in an interview, and he said, I'm vegan. But I do cheat on Saturdays. I have chicken on Saturdays. Nice. But I'm still vegan. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know how that works. Okay, actually, I appreciate that he's a vegan that doesn't take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It makes you like him now? It actually does. <laughs> That's a positive. That goes in the positive uh, column for Jameis. All right, we're going to wrap up a quick little episode of One Team, One Podcast. Again, thanks to our brand new sponsor, Courtesy Automotive Group in Lafayette. Uh, go see Brandon Lejeune. Um, I'm going to tag all of his information to where y'all can either email him or call him or send him a message on Facebook. Um, hit him up on some crazy deals that they got going on right now, and he will deliver cars to you personally, Brandon. Brandon, will you deliver cars personally? I think so, right? Jack, I guess that's it, huh? Anything else? That's a wrap. That's a wrap, guys. One team, one podcast. We out. Yeah,